ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. I am your host, Ted Weston, and I am here with OG Phil and Cousin Mike. It's like the olden days of it's Rewind. It's like the OG a, crew. It's like it's like a, a Will and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Rewind. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the cringe that Mike just had is perfect. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, make sure you do that right now. Um, it's not so, right my friends, it's not on my couch. <laughs> facts big facts uh, it's so like when it's like the raw reunion uh episodes <laughs> hold on i'll play the like drum beat <laughs> so weren't there more of us my friends no. <laughs> if you are if you are not currently following us across all of our social medias please make sure you do so hit us up at, at w-r-e-w-i-n-d-p-o-d-c-a-s-t on twitter instagram and facebook rumor has it we may even dive into tiktok we have not made that a formal thing yet but we may be doing it we'll see what happens we have to talk um, to the head of marketing on that one yeah we'll have to talk to the head of marketing um <laughs> go buy some merch get yourself some merch whatamaneuver.net go do it buy yourself a t-shirt uh and go get your tickets for coastal championship wrestling cc wrestling fl.com slash events i just did a, a uh quick half an hour interview with ccw champion ariel levy uh, make sure you go check that episode out um it came out this uh this past when this episode airs it will have come out this past monday so make sure you go check that interview out ariel is uh is kicking all kinds of ass and we are super excited for him and the ccw crew uh tonight my friends we are going to talk about a little bit about ring of honor uh you know we have we have uh we have the big show coming up and uh i think that's actually like this saturday right it's uh death before dishonor is it the Saturday? I don't I know. Think it I, is. There's so much going there's on. So much right. going on that it's hard to keep yeah. up with these days. And and that's a problem in wrestling that we can <laughs> we can table for a different yeah. <laughs> a different episode of the show. I mean, um, not just that, but they're just in life in general. There's so much going on right now to begin with. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, but Ring of Honor also just announced. Tony Khan just announced that the Briscoes were signed. Um, like Will was mentioning off air signed to a long-term deal with ring of honor. This is the first signing that I know of where it hasn't been, you know, Samoa Joe is all elite, but yeah. then he's holding a ring of honor championship. This these guys were signed to ring of honor. So that's something, uh, that's something that's awesome because the Briscoes are uh, an amazing tag team. And um, I think they'll add a lot to that tag team. Uh, and they're so, they're so synonymous right with ring of honor to begin with. That, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In the way that AJ and Samoa Joe and Punk and, and Danielson were in the early 2000s, the Briscoes yeah. are now, um, which is absolutely, absolutely awesome. Um, so 
what we're going to talk about a little bit, though, is because Ring of Honor has really kind of been like an afterthought in the world of AEW. Um, you know, they we have title matches that occasionally happen on Impact. You know, I'm sorry, on Impact. Uh, on uh, what? On Dynamite or on Rampage. You know, Gresham will show up and defend the world championship. Yuta will win the, you know, the, what is it? The, tel- the uh, television is... championship he has. No, that's or the pure uh, championship. Pure. He's got the pure. Uh, Samoa Jones got the television championship. Right. I believe. You know, so so occasionally those things change hand on AEW TV, but we're not really getting a focus on what is Ring of Honor in the con. You know, the continuity of what's happening over in AEW. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what Tony Khan can do to make Ring of Honor, as Will was saying, make Ring of Honor great again. <laughs> Uh, you know, let's, let's talk about, uh, what we would like to see from the ring of honor brand moving forward in order for us to feel like we are invested in it. Because right now, personally, as someone who is a fan of, of ring of honor and has been for years, I don't feel invested in this product or in this line of champions right now, because there's nothing to it. Yeah. You know, I was happy that TK bought it. Cool. But where do we go from here? So. um I think I want to start with uh, with cousin Mike here, and I, uh, cuz give me give me one thing that you think that TK could do to uh, to help us really give a crap about Ring of Honor once again. It's kind of difficult, and I really racked my brain over the past like day or so, like thinking about like this, even outside of finding out that it was going to be our subject tonight. And really, the only thing that I could think of is maybe go the route of Impact when it first was incepted and have monthly pay-per-views where it's just strictly Ring of Honor guys. Mm. I have my theories of why Tony Khan bought the company. Um, I think it had more to do with the tapes for the guys that he signed than it did with uh, actually wanting to acquire the company itself. But um, really, I would say either do like a monthly pay-per-view or a weekly pay-per-view at like a discounted rate, charge like 10 bucks for it or something, to try to put the best type of matches that you can put on. Because really, even before Tony Khan stepped in, like Ring of Honor was kind of just the one company that I thought was going to flounder because of between the Me Too movement stuff that happened Mm -hmm. because they had guys lined up that they were planning on pushing like through the moon. And then, you know, a bunch of guys got turned out to be pigs and there goes your upper card, like in one fell swoop. And then other guys were signing with other companies. Other guys were injured and it just, it really just pulled the carpet out from underneath them. And it kind of left them with like a skeleton crew for a while. Hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, I think there's a lot of validity there. Will, what do you think? So my biggest thing is I'm, and it, I guess it starts with the pay per view, or like Mike, like Mike said, with pay per views. I want them to just use Ring of Honor guys. I don't want them to bring in guys from like uh, other companies and stuff like that just for just for namesake, for mm. to try and bring the brand back you have to invest in the brand itself Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if you're bringing in other guys from other uh other companies and stuff like that or if you're bringing in 
some of your bigger names from AEW and stuff like that, even though even if they've been big names on Ring of Honor before, if they're not contracted for Ring of Honor, then it, it takes away from from the brand a little bit because you're really not using the guys that you have signed. Right. So I just want to. I really just want TK to just fully invest in the the brand itself, like. Whether whether they get rid of Dark Elevation and they start running Ring of Honor on YouTube or something like that, just start putting out Ring of Honor con- uh, content. Yeah, that's that's where I was going to go um, in talking about this a little bit. Um, Mike, you had mentioned doing a weekly pay per view. My my thing is is when TNA started. The, the the internet wasn't as easily accessible as it is now you know you had to be at a computer to do it cell phones weren't weren't um smartphones yet and so the weekly pay-per-view made sense at 499 because even then it was it was 499 a show uh for for the old school tna nwa tna right when you look at right before covid um and I'm talking like the six months leading up to COVID. Um, we were all on that NWA bandwagon because power was free yeah. on YouTube every week. You got an hour of programming and it was quality programming, right? It wasn't just matches for matches sake. You got continuity, you got story, you got the perfect balance of wrestling and, uh, and nostalgia from the NWA. Um, and it worked right. Yeah. Um, when the NWA tried to put power on what was it fight TV um, every week uh, coming out of COVID and they tried to do it like, you know, in like almost like the, the old TNA where you could buy it for nine ninety nine or whatever it was per show. The problem is, is that if I want to watch wrestling um, and I want to watch wrestling, just anything I, you know, anything I want to pick out, I can just turn on Peacock for $4.99 a month and pull up something that I haven't watched before because there's hundreds of things that I haven't seen before on that service and I can watch some wrestling. Um, And with YouTube, I can pull up stuff that's not on the cock, you know? So, so what Will said really resonated with me, uh, maybe getting rid of dark elevation um, I don't even think you need to get rid of Dark Elevation. Yeah, I or think just that, make another I, show. You know, just just add a third show. It doesn't even have to be on the AEW channel. Ring of Honor had its own channel for years. Uh, I'm sure they acquired it when they acquired the company. Just go through, have a weekly show on YouTube, and get people invested in watching it again because and this is what they this is where i feel like there's a disconnect with dark and with dynamite and rampage right um you have you have all these guys coming in and working these matches on dark the indie guys and this that right the enhancement talent and people pick up wins there and those wins count in their record but it doesn't really mean anything right they don't talk they don't talk about it enough right like right it's not it's not really a part of the continuity of the programming yeah um 
But if YouTube is the only place where your programming is happening for a while, that's a different story. And I think that you'll draw more than the 180,000 views per episode. <laughs> it really is like the old days. Excuse me. Excuse me for, for my listeners. It really is like the old days. Apparently, <laughs> once the three of us are yawn. Um, <laughs> but, but I think you draw more than that 180,000 views on YouTube if that's the only place that you're getting that product. And maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I'm wrong about that. In fact, while I, I send it back to Mike to, cause I see him, I see the wheels turn and he wants to rebut this a little bit. Um, I'm going to check on NWA power and see what the views were like on NWA power. Mike, what were you going to say about? All right. So I agree with like 95% of what you're saying, but he's going to need to have to make a return on the investment no matter what. Um, that being said, I don't think you need to get rid of dark because you need to make room for ROH. I think you need to get rid of dark because I'm tired of everybody having access to everybody's developmental. I don't want eyes on developmental unless they're live eyes. Okay. That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like dark is. And, um, I just... Usually the dark card usually has like twenty matches on it sometimes, right? For sure. Yeah. But, but dark, dark, dark isn't also their quote unquote developmental. Dark elevation is really their developmental. Dark is just another way to get people on a show, pretty much. like that's all yeah. I see dark. But the other thing too. This week on NWA Power in the NWA. Jesus, stop. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> if we're going to edit out for a second, I was waiting for it to be like, hey, jerk me. <laughs> oh, but, uh, anywho, back on track. Three, two, one. So one of the things that I was actually thinking as you were talking about stuff is like, AW doesn't really have a heavy work rate as it is. Why aren't they doing the uh, Rampage live? Make that like, make that card matter. Make it be the blow off for like something that was set up on Wednesday. Like, I'm not saying don't have good things on Wednesday, but make that like the blow off, like, you know, thing for the week. Like, WWE used to do that all the time, where Saturday was always like, guy versus jobber or like promos for like you know the morning show and then like they'd have their main event shows where they actually had like decent like matches and everything like that like I, I feel like I feel like if you're not putting on live wrestling you're cutting like yourself out from like beneath like obviously they had the live rampage when they had CM Punk when he debuted but like since then, that, that show's just made no sense to me other than just having bodies on TV to make Tony Khan happy because they got the deal that they did with the sports stuff that pushed them off the, ch- the channel. Right. But um, I still feel like I kind of want to stick to my guns and say that they have to do like a minimum paid like event thing. And you're right. Like, they're, like a normal person will be like, you know, I'm just going to go and watch this or whatever. But if they have a good enough card, they have good enough matches, the hardcore fans are going to pay five bucks a week. 
to watch it. And I, I will say, I will say on top of that, Ring of Honor has some of the most hardcore fans uh, when it comes to just pure wrestling in general. So if that, if that, if that's the route that they want to go, I'm sure that that Ring of Honor uh, fan base will have no like, issue. I've gone to Ring of Honor shows, and it's yeah. a completely different animal versus going to see AEW and going to see WWE. I can honestly say you're, you go to a Ring of Honor, you're the only one out of all of us who's been to an AEW live show. You go to a Ring of Honor show, and nobody's comparing anything to WWE. They're just talking about the guys in the ring. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, what I'll tell you is that the Ring of Honor YouTube page has 700,000 plus subscribers. Right? We're almost there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, AEW's has significantly more, right? It has 3.3 mil. Okay? Um, They're also putting out content consistently. Right. Right. But that's why they got to separate the two because to the typical AEW fan, they feel like it's underneath the AEW umbrella. So that's why they haven't hopped over. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think, I think that every, what everyone's saying is pretty, pretty accurate. Um, the other thing I would, I would say is to go along with Will's point about the, uh, the talent, right? Um, there's no reason why you can't have collaboration between AEW and Ring of Honor once in a while, right? Yeah. You can make those matches happen. But but if someone's holding the Ring of Honor championship, they shouldn't be showing up on AEW TV every week um, because and working in the middle of the card, right? That devalues the, the it devalues It devalues the, the achievement in the Ring of Honor brand. So... Um, so those guys have got to be protected a little bit more. And so guys like Wheeler Yuta, who has singles gold in Ring of Honor right now, shouldn't be in the Blackpool Combat Club if they're going to protect him and the brand. Even right? FTR. Just, yeah. I mean, seven-star FTR. It, it's going to be what it's going to be, right? Um, and, and, you know, the rumor is that TK is is working on through now, especially now that Warner Brothers has taken over TBS TNT, um, you know, he's working that that deal to get one of the other Warner Brothers networks to carry Ring of Honor. Um, frankly, I think that they should put Rampage in a different slot on a different network, and they should they should put Ring of Honor in that 10 p.m. Friday night Friday night niche because he, and here's why. The Ring of Honor people, they're diehards. Yeah. Right? ECW diehards stayed up till one o'clock in the morning to watch that <laughs> shit on Channel 48. Right? They stayed up and watched it. Okay. Ring of Honor diehards, they'll they'll, they'll watch it at 10 o'clock. AEW diehards like, ah, I'll DVR it. It's too late. Because they get dynamite, which is you know, two hours of a show on Wednesday night. Yeah. So you get the spoilers off Wrestling Inc. for the show. Exactly. The exactly. So, so I think that that plays into what Mike is talking about about doing Rampage live. You know, I think it plays into getting uh, eyes on the Ring of Honor product. 
Um, but I think it should start with an online show. And I think that that online show should be on the ring of honor YouTube page. And I think that they should be pushing that on AEW TV, you know, for the first three months. Yeah. Right. Hey guys, if you want to see our ring of honor product, you know, you need to go over to our ring of honor YouTube page and make sure that you subscribe because boom, you know, you're going to see this... great matches like yeah. ding, ding, ding. Right. And even show highlights from it because, like, they don't even do that with Dark. Like, yeah. you don't see any highlights. They used stuff to. Like that. Yeah. Like, they, they, can, they talk about it all the time, but they never actually set, like, you don't see any footage of it. Yep. I have this, like, really eerie feeling that it's very well going to end up like WWE, ECW. Hmm. I mean, it definitely could. I hope, yeah, I hope not either, but... But but I agree they, that it could. When they did ECW, before McMahon showed up and did that whole do-cap thing that he had, like, it very much seemed like it was its own separate show. Yeah. Yeah. And With mummies. This, yes. And, and vampires. And zombies. <laughs> and this really, like... It does have that little I whiff see of them it. Do, until I see them make a serious effort, this really smacks of like them bringing ECW and putting it on sci-fi. Yeah. And, and that's why I said the, the main thing that TK has to do is invest in the brand. If he he spent all this money for the brand, if he's just going to use it for the tape, for the tape. tapes, then just use it for the tapes. Don't even like he shouldn't he should have never brought the championships back and stuff like that. But if he, if, he really, if he's gonna make a brand out of it, then make a brand out of it. If he really wanted to do something with it, Regal has a proven record. Henry's got a proven record for developmental. Even Big Show could help. Just give them three the damn show. Give them a card of guys so that way they can build themselves there, build up a following, and then they can move on to bigger things. I'm not saying turn it into NXT, but like Regal you know, pr- Regal proved that he could run a show like that though. Right. Right. Use it to polish your underneath guys so that when shit gets stale, move them up so that you can move the stale guys off of TV. To make them miss them and then bring them back. I don't know about you guys, but if it goes on for another month, I'm out on the MGF thing. Like if it goes radio silent for another month, they've shot themselves in the head with it at this point. They need to do something and they need to do something as soon as possible. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I also think that they bought Ring of Honor. I agree with something Cuz said just uh, at the beginning of the show. I think that they bought Ring of Honor because they wanted that tape library because they want to be able to do AEW Plus, right? They want to be able to do, you know, the the AEW network style thing. Um because okay they're with. getting they're catching so much shit for their pay-per-view prices being 50 bucks a pop, you know. Um which, you know, those of us that watch wrestling pay-per-views before WWE Network, you know, that's what we were used to paying, 50, 60 bucks a pop. Yeah. Um, but, but 
especially in the economy, that's just not a thing right now, right? Um, but if you're telling me that I have access to all of the Ring of Honor tape libraries, and at this point now, three and a half years of tape library from AEW, you know, it includes all of Dark, all of Elevation, all of Dynamite, all of Rampage, all the pay-per-views, you know, if you're telling me that I have access to all of that and I can pay nine ninety nine for it, you know, um, and you're going to include your pay-per-views on that, then I'm down. If you're going to yeah. be like Impact Plus, that's why I won't buy Impact Plus, okay? Because Impact Plus doesn't doesn't include the pay-per-view on the day of the pay-per-view, right? Impact Plus has such a, a rich tape library yeah. that I would be willing to pay that nine ninety nine a month for it, but it doesn't come with the pay per bucks for a pay per view. Yeah, nah, I'm Impact. not doing it. I'm not doing it. You know, and and I um, Clark Street Wrestling from the league. Um, they did like an episode talking about did AEW do a good enough job to make me want to pay $50 for Forbidden Door. And I was going back and listening to everyone's everyone's shows and getting caught up on everybody's shows this weekend uh, or this week rather. And and I got to that show and I was like, damn, you know, Devin and and Hafi, you know, th- th- those guys, th- they legit completely verbalized my feeling on AEW pay-per-views. Like, if you want me to spend $50 of my hard-earned money, okay, money that I would normally spend feeding my wife and kids on a wrestling pay-per-view, then you had better fucking sell it to me. And there's my one F-bomb for the show. You had better (laughs) sell it to me, okay? Because if you didn't sell it to me, I'm not buying it, okay? And Forbidden Door, it didn't sell it. It didn't sell it to me. That's okay. the only thing that doesn't help in this day and age is back in the day, back a lot of these shows, felt, a lot of these shows felt special. Even if they were yes. really crappy shows, they still felt special. Yes. And now, life goes on. Like I've very much, what's the word that I'm looking for? If you do something good, do it again. Keep doing it. Keep mm-hmm. raising the bar. That's why when everybody lost their minds when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, I'm like, okay, cool. Tomorrow it's still going to be a normal day. How about this? How about we win it again and again and again? Why don't we make a dynasty? Like, I'm not happy with the one title. I want more, and there's no reason why we can't have more. Like, there's no reason why these shows can't be good shows, and this is across right. the entire industry. Right. But there's so many stupid factors that are blocking like obvious good decisions from being made that's my angry old school wrestling fan rant for the day (laughs) and he walked uphill both ways in 10 feet of snow to school with bare feet that were just wrapped (laughs) up in bread bags i just carried 75 pounds of groceries home on my back (laughs) <laughs> like Master Roshi with a giant and, turtle backpack. And you had to fight a lion with a three-ring binder. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my friends. Well, let us know what your thoughts are on the Ring of Otter product and what TK can do to uh, to make you feel invested, wholly invested in that Ring of Honor product uh, as it becomes more and more prevalent. Do you think we're going to get an AEW uh, network-style thing? 
Do you think it'll include the pay-per-views? Let us know about all of this and more in your comments on YouTube. If you're in the if you're in the YouTube, you can comment right below. However, if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you're listening on Sportswire, if you're watching on Roku, please hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and let us know your thoughts about the show. We always appreciate your feedback. And uh, my friends, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being with us here tonight. And we will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. 